Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 29th is 1st and 2nd Kings and Psalms 37, 71, and 94. 1st and 2nd Kings describes the final transition of power from King David to his son Solomon. Now, it's not without drama. David's son Adonijah tries a coup, and David didn't deal with it. And it seems as though David has a history of not dealing with the sins of his children, specifically his sons. It's like he didn't really ever address Absalom. He didn't really ever address the rape of his daughter. <sighs> David. But we learn some lessons. And what happens when things are not dealt with is they perpetuate and they get worse. And more and more people become affected and hurt. So Adonijah proclaims himself king. And it seems as though he had been doing that for a while. According to chapter 1, verse 6, David didn't do anything about it. And now David is in his final days. And Adonijah takes the throne, like by assumption. And Bathsheba, Solomon, the prophet Nathan come to David. David restores the throne to Solomon. But it's tragic because we also see that Abiathar the priest, Joab the commander of the army, and others have gotten mixed up in this coup by Adonijah, and they pay dearly. But listen, once this is all sorted out, listen to the words, the very final words of David to his son Solomon. Be strong and be a man in chapter 2, verse 2. And keep your obligation to Yahweh your God to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes, commands, ordinances, and decrees. This is written in the law of Moses so that you will have success in everything you do and wherever you turn. And so that Yahweh will fulfill his promise that he made. If your sons take care to walk faithfully before me with all their heart and all their soul, you will never have a you will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. If your sons, many of God's promises are conditional. If you do this, then I will do this. Jesus said, if you take the narrow road, if you pick up your cross daily, if you die to the flesh, if you repent, The kingdom of God does not come by eh, just half-hearted choice, decision. It takes sacrifice. We can't just enter in without it costing us something. Jesus paid the ultimate price. And so we don't earn it. This is not salvation by works. This is 
by God's grace, faith and faith necessitates works. As James said, faith without works is dead. And then David gives Solomon some pointers. Remember Shimei, he cursed me. I forgave him. I told him I'd never do anything to him. I'd never hurt harm him. You kill him, Solomon. He's a threat. Solomon has to do a lot of the dirty work. Maybe it's not dirty work, but he's finishing the jobs that David had left undone. But David was a man of his word. We have to give him that. And he was a man of great faith. Of course, Joab loses his life because of his unfaithfulness to David. Abiathar is banished because of his unfaithfulness. And then we read Psalm 37, which is a psalm of David. And just highlighting verses 3 and 4. He wrote this in his older age. Trust in Yahweh and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight. Some of your translations will say, delight yourself in the Lord or Yahweh, Yehovah. Delight yourself in Yehovah. And he will give you the desires of your heart. This one is challenging, my friends. Let me ask you, do you have what you really want? Do you have what you really want? If you don't, turn your eyes to your Savior. Delight yourself. Get to know him. He, it is delightful knowing the one true God. There is nothing more delightful than knowing the one who made you, the one who knows you, the one who accepts you completely and totally for who you are. How freeing it is to be loved by the one who knows you, all of you, completely, every thought, every desire, every sin, every secret, he knows. And he still loves completely. To be loved by somebody who doesn't know you is so superficial. But to be loved by the one who knows you intimately, every deepest secret is freeing, so completely freeing. Psalm 71 is written by an old person. We don't know who, specifically. He says, the psalmist, don't discard me in my old age as my strength falls or fails, do not abandon me. And of course, we know that God does not abandon his righteous one. And the psalm ends, therefore, because of God's faithfulness, 
My tongue will proclaim your righteousness all day long. For those who intend to harm me will be disgraced and confounded. And maybe you're so fortunate that you don't have any enemies in this life, in, the, in this world. Maybe you, your ways are pleasing to God. And it says in the Proverbs that when your ways are pleasing to God, even your enemies will be at peace with you most of the time. But we still have spiritual enemies. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Is it? So, even if you don't have physical enemies, you do have spiritual enemies. Satan roams around seeking whom he might devour like a roaring lion. But, even him, even Satan and his plans will be a disgrace. He will not get his desire and Psalm 94 tells us why. Because God is a just judge. We will all face judgment. But those of us who can claim the blood of Christ, when we face him, when we face judgment, as every human being will, there is no excuse except one, and that is, I am washed in the blood of the Savior, the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God who gave his life for me and for you. And through that, by his grace, may your faith ever increase. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.